Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Now, my next guest is the director of breast imaging at Memorial Sloan Kettering in Monmouth, New Jersey. She is a frequent contributor on Fox News and author of the new book, Panic Attack. She is a well-known to many of you, if you watch Fox, as part of the A-team uh, who has been following this COVID virus from the beginning. So please join me in welcoming Dr. Nicole Sapphire to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Uh, what, what, first of all, doctor, thanks so much for sharing your time. I know your time is precious, but right now we're, we're in a new scenario here. So we've got, uh, Rochelle Walensky, uh, highlights her concerns about the contagious Delta variant and the considerable share of people that remain unvaccinated. And it sounds like the Biden administration is looking to, uh, shut us down again. What say you, doctor? Good Sunday morning, Judge. Thanks for having me on. You know, and you and I have talked now several times about this. And, you know, we have to point out Delta variant, it really is a game changer. So we can't deny the fact that the Delta variant has caused SARS-CoV-2 to be much more contagious. It is causing some higher viral loads in people, which is making more people con- making more people symptomatic than we saw before. But the mixed messaging that's going on right now is they're making it seem as though the vaccines haven't completely uncoupled severe illness from these new cases. So we're seeing a rise in cases, but uh, we, you have to really look at the data. We have about 164 million people fully vaccinated and maybe upwards towards 100 million more people who have natural immunity. Right. Out of the people who have been vaccinated, 0.1% of them have gotten infected. 0.001% of them have died. And actually, when you do a deep dive into that, the CDC says about 25% of the people who have died through those breakthrough infections probably actually didn't even die from COVID-19. And it's just an overestimate. So unfortunately, when you hear Dr. Walensky and even President Biden talking about certain things, they, they really have a bad communication strategy. The bottom line is immunity is protecting people from severe outcomes. And if these vaccines, if immunity is causing COVID-19 to just turn into a summer cold, that's a win based yep. on what we've seen for the past 18 months. That's interesting. That's a win. I'll tell you, doctor, the way you describe it, I mean, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, it's, you know, a win. It, it, it is like a cold, but you know, the fact that they're taking, as you say, uh, 0.1% of those who've got vaccine end up infected with this Delta variant. I mean, what is the panic about? They sent the whole, they, they sent the whole country into a tizzy. We've got Randy Weingarten talking about schools. We're going to try to get into schools. And then, you know, we've got, what her name is, Rochelle Walensky. And I, I tell you, every time she talks, I say either I'm stupid or she isn't clear in what she's. But the bottom line is this, if you have 
your own uh, immunity because you've had COVID, and then we've double vaxxed, what is the point of wearing a mask? Is that so we don't catch a cold? (laughs) So it's really interesting. And unfortunately, um, the CDC right now is doing a bad job at risk tolerance. And they're making a lot of recommendations on a lack of data. So one of the things that came out this week, um, based on that very small outbreak up in Massachusetts, they're saying, Mm -hmm. well, maybe vaccinated individuals can spread it just as easily as unvaccinated individuals. And it's like, well, but there's no data to back that up. Actually, there's a lot of data that disproves that. But they're not doing their due diligence like many other countries are in actually looking at the data. And they're they're putting forth policy decisions on a lack of data based on fear. And the truth is, for a vaccinated individual who is not high risk themselves to wear a mask makes no sense. The people who should be wearing masks right now are the people who are choosing to be unvaccinated for whatever reason, because in that individual, they have a higher risk of having a severe outcome of COVID-19, as we've seen for the last year and a half. Those who are vaccinated, if you're over the age of 65 or you have a medical condition that suppresses your immune system, it's possible that you have you will may also still have a higher risk of a severe outcome from COVID-19. But it is nothing like the risk was when that person was unvaccinated. But anybody who's walking around with diabetes or cancer or they've had a transplant, they know they have a level of immunosuppression. And so they know that they walk around with the risk, vaccinated or not. And then again, you have to look at your community transmission. Depending on where you are in the country, there are some places where there are such a low amount of community transmission, it makes no sense to wear a mask. If I was in the Sunbelt area and I'm a immunocompromised person, even if I'm vaccinated, yeah, I'm probably going to be wearing a mask if I'm around a lot of people I don't know in a tight indoor setting. But this is about this is about being smart and making choices. And at this point, we all know a lot about this virus and we all know how it is transmitted. And so we can make these choices. We don't need universal mask mandates. And the fact that they are recommending the K through 12 masking, irregardless of community transmission or vaccinated status, I'm still waiting for them to release the data that put forth that recommendation because nothing they've posted has anything to do with children. In fact, the data continues to show in the United States and elsewhere along the world, children still remain very rarely affected by COVID-19 in terms of severe outcomes. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, in Westchester County, now I'm, I'm reading this because I lived in Westchester, despite its high nearly 80% vaccination rate, Westchester County is among a dozen counties in New York State where the Center for Disease Control recommends masking up indoors for those, even for those who are fully vaccinated. I mean, that's just bizarre. That is bizarre. You are so clear, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. I mean, there is, you know, when you say that they're doing a bad job of explaining risk tolerance, um, I think they're just doing a bad job, period. And when the American people get to the point where they say, look, we've done everything you told us. It was first, it was two weeks to slow the curve. And here we are 64 weeks, 65 weeks later, and they're starting to ramp it up again for something that is not as lethal, uh, of the Delta variant. But, but let me ask you this, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Uh, if we've got people coming in through the southern border 
and they are not being tested. They're not being vaccinated. Some of them are being tested, and we found out that those who are, um, you know, many of them have COVID. But the government is not monitoring them, supervising them, having them go to a doctor. Um, what can we expect in the future? Right now, we've got a million illegals that have come through that we know of from January to July. What what is you know, what it impact? Is, it is quite interesting, and. You, you can't say we're going to shut down travel from the U.K., even the vaccinated individuals, yeah. and, and then to say we're just going to open up the southern border. But when it comes to migrants and border crossing, you know, dealing with infectious diseases is not something new. In fact, tuberculosis has been a public health concern for decades. But one of the things that we found was that we needed to make sure that when these individuals crossed the border, they were tested, they were monitored, and they were set up with follow-up appointments so that they wouldn't therefore go and infect other people and right. and further contribute to uh, antibiotic resistance, tuberculosis. So mm-hmm. the same thing should be said with SARS-CoV-2, because right now we're dealing with the Delta variant. There are other variants. There are many variants in South America. And yes, we have a little bit of it in the United States. But the last thing we need for is another variant to become prevalent. So if they don't have the support to be monitoring and following up, quarantining and treating every single person that they bring through that potentially has COVID-19, they cannot be just allowing them in or else we're going to see the exact same problems that we had with tuberculosis. You have to either have the support to test, treat and monitor these individuals or you can't just let them in. Not when we're in the midst of a global pandemic. These are these are very dire times. But you know what, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, that is just common sense. Why are they doing this? Well, Judge, I mean, the subtitle of my book, Panic Attack, The Politicization of Science in the Fight Against COVID-19. Mm-hmm. President Biden ran on a message when it came to the border and said everybody can come. And they are. And so I think because of my opinion is because of political reasons, he will shut down travel from the U.K. because that has to do with COVID-19. But he is not going to shut down the border because that would go against his uh, border policy, which if you're actually looking at this from a pragmatic stance and in national security in terms of public health, it doesn't make sense. That doesn't mean they can't come, but you better make sure that you have the resources there to test, treat, and monitor these people so they're not bringing in new variants or spreading it to other people or needing medical care and not getting it themselves. It's amazing, Dr. Sapphire. It really, it, it, it just, it's mind-boggling. And, it, you know, it, it makes you then go to the next level, which, and I respect you as a physician, I mean, it, it, that, that the political level is, it's shameful what they're doing. And they're risking American lives uh, because of a political agenda. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Everyone buy her book, Panic Attack. Uh, she is a brilliant physician, and we're very, very happy to have had you on, doctor. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on, Judge. All right. Take care.